Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Friday the 1st of July. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charleston, Nevis, Mr. Devon Leibert has been confirmed to the position of Chief Executive Officer at the Nevis Tourism Authority, NTA. The appointment in his new role takes effect from July 1st, 2022. The announcement was made by the Honorable Mark Brantley, Premier of Nevis, at his monthly press conference in the Cabinet Room of the Nevis Island Administration on June 30th. Reacting to the new appointment, Mr. Leibard, who had been serving as the NTA's Interim Chief Executive Officer from February 2022, told the Department of Information in an invited comment following the announcement that he is pleased for the opportunity to move the NTA forward. I am delighted that the Board of Directors has confirmed my appointment as CEO of the NTA. The past few months have had its challenges, but with the support of the Minister of Tourism, the Honourable Mark Brantley, the Board of Directors and the staff, I have been able to overcome them, and I look forward to moving the Nevis Tourism Authority and Tourism on Nevis forward, he said. The new NTA CEO noted that he plans to continue to seek support from all sectors in an effort to make the destination a leading one. I will continue to seek the support of everyone including our hoteliers, our stakeholders and our international partners as we strive to grow the destination as the premier destination of choice to all prospective visitors, he said. Premier Brantley, who is also the Minister of Tourism in the Nevis Island Administration, described Mr. Leibert as a career tourism professional with more than 20 years experience in sales and marketing and who has been employed at the NTA since its inception in 2001. He said Mr. Leibert also holds a Bachelor of Science in Tourism Management from the University of the West Indies and a Master of Sciences in Strategic Tourism Management from the CIRAM European School of Business in France. And out of Bastia St. Kitts, the government of St. Kitts and Nevis has announced three new measures designed to provide relief to consumers facing high electricity bills. The measures include a moratorium hold on arrears of electricity bills a freeze on disconnection of electricity service provided that consumers pay the current portion of their bills as well as a waiver of the $150 electricity reconnection fee. My government has responded with compassion to the pleas of residential customers to do something to ease the pressure of electricity costs on their livelihoods, said the Prime Minister, Dr. Honorable Timothy Harris, at a cabinet press conference on Wednesday, June 29. External factors such as the conflict in Ukraine have driven up the cost of oil, which in turn has caused hardships in countries around the world. St. Kisanevis is no exception to the dramatic spike in the price of fuel. The cost of fuel has more than doubled and it has resulted in subsidy being provided by the government to be able to keep lights in your home. Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Public Infrastructure, the Honorable Eugene Hamilton said at the same press conference. He explained that for the month of June, the government spent a total of $9.5 million so that the Sinkis Electricity Corporation Limited Skelec could continue to provide electricity to consumers. Without the subsidy, the Deputy Prime Minister estimated that tariff increases would incur and the cost of electricity bills per household may have jumped by an additional $500 per household. We don't know when it, rising prices, is going to stop because we still have the war in Ukraine and we do not have control over the cost of fuel, Minister Hamilton said. We go to break and when I come back we'll have news on the regional scene.
Out of Castries in St. Lucia, St. Lucia's Tourism Minister Dr. Ernest Hilaire on Thursday said there's virtually no regional travel as he lamented the loss of the services provided by the cash-strapped regional airline to several regional destinations. We actually do not have high regional travel right now and regional travel was probably our second largest source of arrivals in 2019 and we virtually have no regional travel and we are already up to 75 to 80 percent of what we were in 2019 without a significant regional travel component Hillier told the meeting of the tourism advisory committee and it is an issue that I'm going to raise with the Prime Minister in a very detailed way what can we do to provide greater support to Liat to get Liat functioning once again Hillier said adding that the situation that we are in right now shows the foolhardiness of the views that were held in the past about Liat yes we must all agree Liat was not the best example of a well-run well-managed company there are lots of criticisms of Liat but we have had experiences over decades that when others came and promised a lot and failed to deliver we always had to go back and rely on Liat with all its deficiencies Hillier told the meeting he said St. Lucia was notorious in the last few years for criticizing Liat undermining the airline and really cheering for Liat's downfall that's a fact and look at what COVID has exposed it has really exposed our naked behinds all the others that came to promise and said they were committed to this region we have they now and we are begging for Liat to come back he said out of Phillipsburg in St. Martin the St. Martin community can expect that the maximum prices will go into effect within two weeks starting around mid-July this was announced by Prime Minister Silveria Jacobs on behalf of the Minister of Tourism Economic Affairs Transport and Telecommunication during the Wednesday's live Council of Ministers press briefing Jacobs gave an update on the implementation of the basket of goods she said importers and shipping agents had met on Friday June 24th with the TEATT Ministry the Department of Economy, Transport and Telecommunications, the Inspectorate Department, the Ministry of Justice Customs Department as it pertains to the submission of invoices prior to the release of the containers at the port for the TEATT Ministry to calculate the maximum prices correctly. As you know, we have agreed on maximum prices, but this was extrapolated based on existing prices and since we did receive responses from the importers and the shipping agents, we felt it pertinent to hold on to the implementation of that to be able to do the proper calculations, she explained. Jacob said the Customs Department, in agreement with the importers, will get the requested information so that the TEATT Ministry can properly calculate the maximum prices for the basket of goods based on latest invoices and prices. Due to the global developments, such as the rise in fuel costs, importers have said that the prices are changing very rapidly mainly on a weekly basis the ministry has therefore felt it necessary to adjust the current maximum prices prior to publishing as these businesses may experience a severe loss which is certainly not the intention of government in giving relief to consumers to drive businesses out of business she said and internationally out of the usa Former White House Chief of Staff is predicting that things can get very dark for former President Donald Trump. Aides to former President Trump tell CNN that they were left speechless by Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony. Some former members of the Trump administration are weighing in publicly, including former acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, Mick Mulvaney who writes in an op-ed for USA Today, quote, 
After some of the bombshells that got dropped in that hearing, my guess is that things could get very dark for the former president, unquote. And Mick Mulvaney joins us now. We should note he later served as special envoy to Northern Ireland, but he resigned from his post in the wake of the Capitol attack. Um, Mick, first of all, when you say things could get very dark for Donald Trump, what do you mean? Um, well, Jake, there's some really interesting revelations. Again, if you take what Cassidy Hutchinson said at face value, then Donald Trump knew that the protesters had weapons and encouraged them to go to the Capitol uh, anyway. That was stunning to me. I have been defending the president over the course of the last year, even though I quit my job over the way he conducted himself during the riot. I never really thought until yesterday that he was even capable of inciting the riot. But if he knew those weapons were there and said, they're not here for me, let's go down to the Capitol, that is problematic for the president. If there's a direct line from the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, right-wing extremist groups into the White House, that's a problem for the president. And Cassidy Hutchinson mentions yesterday for the first time that Mark Meadows was in communication um, with those folks. And finally, if there is really witness tampering, which is, I don't think, uh, something that's not getting nearly as much uh, attention. It came very late in the hearing yesterday. Uh, but if there's really witness tampering by Trump or by someone in his inner circle, that's a serious problem. So uh, again, it was the first time we've heard a lot of this yesterday. We're starting to get some pushback, for example, from the Secret Service that maybe not all of the testimony is accurate. Um, but if you take it at face value, yeah, things could get really bad for uh, for Trump and his team very quickly. Now to our weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Friday the 1st of July. The weather today mostly cloudy with a 70% or high chance of showers. The weather tonight mostly cloudy with a 70% or high chance of showers. The winds east at 22 to 33 kilometers per hour or 14 to 21 miles per hour with gusts possibly peaking to 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour. The sea is 1.5 to 2.1 meters or 5 to 7 feet. A small craft advisory remains in effect mainly for open waters east of the island. Sunrise today was at 5.40 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.49 p.m. Now for the four-day weather forecast. A relatively strong tropical wave will move through the area late Friday into Saturday and could produce up to two inches of rainfall across the forecast area. Wind speeds will remain moderate to fresh, keeping seas elevated and as the wave crosses over, wind speeds will further increase, slightly becoming strong at times. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day and a safe and wonderful weekend.